0: is one of these problems it's gonna be <laughs> like I'll start thinking about this and I'll start laughing. I'll start thinking
1: about different Oh, issues. I know. This is just going to lead us into so many derailing rabbit oh, trails. It's no, going to no be. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the greatest Jim <laughs> moment. It just hit me. So, Do you remember that one? What's great is it? It's when they're doing the, uh, Andy is educating them on uh, all STDs. of the STDs <laughs> and he's got that picture <laughs> and Jim looks and he goes, Oh, wow. Can everybody see yeah, him? I am I in so the way? About it. He's like,
0: Am I in the way? Can anybody see <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <you're gonna> <laughs> and I've seen it before like, several times and it never really hit me that funny I was watching mm-hmm. with Ben one time and it just hit me and I was like I couldn't continue it just hit me so
2: funny <laughs> a little too far cross the line
1: And 10 An episode by episode look at the top tens, and at least in our opinion, of the best, the worst, the funniest, and the most cringeworthy moments from our favorite co workers and office employees. Welcome, everybody, to all of the everybody's out there, the tens of our fans that we know that have been clamoring for this podcast to drop. I mean, this is, this is redemption for 2020. And what's happened so far in 2021 is oh, yeah. this podcast hitting right now. But anyhow, my name is Ben James, and I am the head of Quabity Absuence here at Scranton. And I'm joined by my friends, Michael Goliheu, Assistant Regional Manager, to the Regional Manager. And we are also joined by our corporate representative who has defeated his crippling fear of flying by commuting here on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, Greg Cherry. Greg? Also, a secret assistant to the regional. Ooh, ooh, we're going ahead. Awesome, awesome.
0: I just got one question for both of you. You guys want to form an alliance?
1: Of course we want to form an alliance. When Jim, Jim taught me one thing that if Dwight ever asked you, <laughs> you, you always, you, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely I do. All right. So who are we? It, not that it matters. Um, not that you even care, uh, but we're going to tell you anyhow. We are simply three guys who probably spend way too much time binge watching, thinking about and quoting one of our favorite shows, NBC's The Office. We do this so much that we are actually under the delusion that you all want to hear us talk about it. And what we're going to be doing is we're going to be sharing through this these podcast episodes our respective top tens on a variety of office-related themes. And today, we are going to start by going... This is coming right out of the gate swinging right here. We're going to do our top ten episodes, Period. Like all nine seasons, it's going to be the top 10 episodes. We've all submitted top 10 lists. For the most part, they're fairly similar, uh, maybe in different areas, but there are also some shows that each of us have that the others didn't put in there. So let's get to uh, to talking about this. I went with myself first. I don't know if you all noticed that, but, but I, I, I tried to do it alphabetically. Of course. Which has always really worked out pretty well. Uh, for me, over my span of the lifetime, that's why I don't have a whole lot of friends that names start with A. Uh, th- that's the reason for that. <laughs>
0: <All> right, B.
1: <laughs> so let's uh, we're going to talk about these, and we're going to have a little bit of banter back and forth. But what are we not going to have, gentlemen? We're not going to have witty yeah, banter. I may this this may be a terrible mistake to trying to do this because that was that was a softball right there. It was. Uh, I just I really I lobbed that one up there, and of course the guy with the Atlanta Brave stuff sorry. over here, of course he <laughs> he swung and missed. You sorry. know that's how it works. <laughs> so we
0: are. Uh, my brain is still uh, half coming alive. I haven't been awake very long, so it will be get this coffee from Jitters down. Uh,
1: so mm-hmm. top ten. We'll start with mine. My number ten episode, season nine, episodes twenty two and twenty three. The A A R M, the R. <laughs> any thoughts on this episode? What are you guys? Neither one of you all, um, you know, really interjected this into your top ten list. This didn't rank up there on yours. I want to. I want to find out why you all are so terribly wrong. You, you'll learn from my
3: top ten any season. That does not have Michael Scott
1: in it. I, I noticed is not that, in my talk. I picked tonight. up on that. Picked up so eight and nine are trash to you, right? Trash, complete trash. Okay. Do you even watch them on the on the rewatches uh, that no, you do? Oh, no.
3: really? Uh, it's been a long time since I've watched oh. after after
0: Michael left.
1: So uh, go ahead.
0: I have a uh, not not to go that far. Um, I think we could all agree that the the show changes after Michael Scott. Oh no, doubt. I mean it no it, doubt. it changes. Mm-hmm. Um, I still enjoy seasons after Michael Scott very much. So um, not as much as with him, but it's almost a different show after Michael Scott leaves, mm-hmm. and. Supporting the good thing about those seasons, though, is the supporting characters that they've built throughout the first seven seasons actually get to step up.
1: Yeah, they they lean really heavily on Jim and Dwight. Seems like, Uh, and Kevin, Kevin gets a lot of which Kevin may be my favorite character. Absolutely,
0: Uh, I I think one of the things that makes it rough for the later post Michael uh, episodes is a lot of the show's dynamic with the background characters, except for you know Jim and Pam and Angela and Dwight. A lot of the dynamic was how those characters interacted with Michael Scott. How you had a very uptight woman handle a boss like that, Mm -hmm. or a professional handle a box socket, or, you know, and that was a lot of their dynamic from episode to episode. Um, But I went on a rant. I'm sorry. Um, But going back to the episode that you're speaking of, um, I guess I didn't pick because it didn't really, it doesn't really. Registered, you know, it doesn't really like
1: just resonate I, with I,
0: if I sit down, it would never hit my brain when it's yeah. if you told me to sit down think of my top ten episodes. Yeah. yeah. Um, but Quabity Ish yes. Tell us what you like about
1: it. Okay. I this almost has a throwback feel to me. This AARM episode in season nine as it's getting ready to wind down. We're we're not too far from the finale here. This almost feels like a season one, season two type episode to me. Not necessarily in the dynamic, but it's all in the office. Uh, It's everybody coming. It kind of reminds me of Office Olympics a little nice. bit. You know, when they're when they're doing their thing, Michael and Dwight go out and he he can't remember which condo is. His <laughs> <laughs> he, Michael, well, you'll you'll be out $10,000 if you back out of
0: this deal <laughs> right now. Which is uh Steve Carell's real-life wife.
3: Yes.
1: Uh, trivia. Yeah. Nancy.
3: So so this episode also is just if I remember correctly, it's it's really close. Dwight has just became the actual regional
1: manager. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. He's kind of settling into that role. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but I, I just, I think we see kind of a throwback to Jim, uh, you know, kind of low key messing with Dwight because, I mean, really in seasons eight and nine, again, you see Dwight take on this different character arc. Mm-hmm. Almost, you know, he's almost. Seen Dwight in the early seasons and then seen Dwight in seasons eight and nine, you really don't, you wouldn't recognize him that much. There's been such a maturation of a character arc. But I think that this just kind of gives us an overall throwback kind of feel. Uh, and then, you know, but then you kind of start seeing the alpha male and Dwight start stepping up again, especially down in the warehouse when they're doing the coffee run. Uh, you know, and he grabs him from Phyllis. He's like, the boss needs his coffee. Because <laughs> <laughs> so, we, we all know the only assistant of Dwight K. Schrute Kiz. is Dwight, Dwight K. K. Schrute. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My name is Kurt. My middle name's Kurt, not Fart. <laughs> 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 all right. So move, moving on, Greg. Uh, you picked as your number ten episode, season two, episode two, sexual harassment. <laughs> Great. Okay, so why? So, what, what's some of the reasoning so behind this?
3: So, as I've kind of mentioned already before, this whole the, the office is for for me is is something that I can just sit and watch, and if I'm in a bad mood, I can laugh. If I'm in a good mood, I'll laugh. It's just so seasons one through one through four and five even. I, I love. There's not an episode where I, I don't catch myself just loving at least some part of it and mm-hmm. laughing uncontrollably. So, I, I think for 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 this episode, there's just so many quick one-liners or just little spots in throughout this episode where. I just, I just lose it, and I, I, love that about, especially seasons one and two, and this was,
1: this was definitely one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Right. Michael, you've got the finale, season nine, uh, episodes twenty four and twenty five. Absolutely, it's a bittersweet favorite, of course, because it's the finale, but um,
0: I think the finale did such a good job of concluding just about everybody's story, really, and kind of left it open for any reboots, anything like that, you know what I mean, like any revisits, reboots. Um, Of course, one of the, (laughs) in my personal opinion, of course, one of the greatest television moments I ever experienced was watching it live and Jim having his talk with Dwight. And him, you know, saying, I can't be your bestest minch. Yeah. And, uh... uh <laughs> Guten Prague, number one. <laughs> and, and, and one, Dwight was really upset about, it. you know, you yeah. think, you know, because, I mean, of course, we all kind of figured out Dwight and Jim really cared about each other, you know, but, but when you turned around to see Michael Scott there... I, I I don't know. I mean, I was just – I'm sitting here talking about her. It was – All my kids have grown up and gotten married.
1: (laughs) It's every parent's dream.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And what they did beautifully, I believe, is Steve Carell handed over the reins to the show – or the show to the other characters. And what they did beautifully is they brought a great – I don't know if cameo is the right word, but I guess cameo – Michael Scott, and he said some great Michael Scott things, but they didn't overshadow the story that had built up right. of, of Dwight and Angela. Um,
3: you almost wondered at the and in the finale if if Michael was even going to come back,
0: right? Oh they, yeah, They absolutely. waited
3: they waited for so long for that to happen, and I, I really it it had you on the edge of of
0: your seat. The, also the. Uh, Episode has one of the most subtle callbacks. Like, it, like you have to be a fan. Like, they actually got Mary standing in their graves.
1: Yeah, and Dwight yeah, mentions yeah. that. The I can't remember. Leak affair. Yeah, <laughs>
0: and, and yeah, Dwight actually mentioned just as a one-off yeah. joke on one yeah. of the interviews. You know, and they actually, yeah. I love continuity things like that. Mm-hmm. I love when.
1: Yeah. Well, and uh, we'll we've got to, we'll have some top ten of anti-continuity sets. Is that the right phrasing? <laughs> yeah. and in a later episode of where they fail in the continuity area, but yeah, this is one of them. I remember you know him talking about you know we we get married in our own graves. It's you know, shrewd weddings are a bleak affair, which this one did not turn out to be mm-hmm. a bleak no, affair. Um, yeah. The finale was also on my list, and that's just uh, you know w- one of the one of the things that I loved about it was the way that Steve Carell approached this because the writers wanted him to have a much Bigger role in the finale, Mm -hmm. and Steve declined that. He said because this, you know, when I left, this show was no longer about me; it's about them. Uh, And he, he, I think, he had that recognition that he was going to be stealing enough of the spotlight Mm -hmm. as it was with the cameo, but he didn't want to be in anymore. So I I really kind of respected that of him saying, "Hey, this isn't this isn't my show anymore." Absolutely. All right, number nine on our lists. Mine was season three, episode twenty, safety training. <laughs> you brave heart, man. You brave heart. My <laughs> brave heart. My <I> brave heart. <laughs> There's no way I can get up. I don't know how you do it, man. How you get up every morning. <laughs> um, Sitting on your biscuit. Never having a <laughs> risk. So in this episode, they go back and they um, the warehouse they're downstairs. <laughs> it, it kind of opens with them being in the warehouse safety training. And Michael really um, develops this complex of how the office setting, he needs to prove that the office setting is just as dangerous as the warehouse setting. We see his obsession with the Baylor uh, in this one. <laughs> and, um, and you also see Toby presenting an office, you know, <laughs> safety training. And he's like, and uh, screen time is something that you have to be very concerned about. <laughs> and Michael just like uh. and to me, some of the funniest moments in the show is just Michael's guttural utterances. It's the nonverbal, but just the
4: uh.
1: <laughs> and just the way he does that. Maybe the funniest was uh, in the fight. Mm. I think it's season two where he and Dwight go to the dojo. But when uh, when Dwight' sucker punches him, not not, but he was I Punching absorbed twice. the first one. I wasn't ready for the second one in just the way that Michael f- oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's one
0: I wish I had that as like my text tone. <laughs> Oh,
1: gosh, but yeah, that's uh I, I love the safety training. He's up there on the roof of the building. He throws the watermelon off. <laughs> Man. He <laughs> hits Stanley's car with it because he's <laughs> thinking about the trampoline, but then he uh he comes back and they decide that's not a great idea, so they get the bouncy house. And just one of the great unappreciated moments and unappreciated characters, in my opinion. Creed Bratton. Oh, yeah.
0: yes. Creed Bratton. No I doubt. think he's pretty, he's got a good cult following. Oh my there.
1: gosh. The way that, that the I mean, way that the bounce house yeah, the way that the bounce house has yeah, been part of many cults. <laughs> Have more fun as a follower. Make more money as a leader. <laughs> but the way that he discovers the bouncy house is he goes over into the bushes to pee. And then he comes out zipping his flight. like, hey, a bouncy house. <laughs> oh, my God. I, yeah,
0: I love Creed. Um, I took a little bit for him to grab on me, though. But after I re-watch, I'm like, okay, he's, I, like him. I like him. Creed thoughts.
1: Yeah, great time. WWW <laughs> right. Greg, so, your your number nine is one that we all had also, but go ahead. Uh, and we can all talk about it. Um but
3: season four, episodes eighteen and nineteen, goodbye Toby.
2: Goodbye
3: Toby. He's nice. <laughs> Yes, you guys and,
0: I really hope you appreciate a podcast of us just <laughs> saying <laughs> office coaches. Cause this is what you're getting. We're having fun <laughs> and,
3: and I think that was obviously that's probably the if you watch those episodes that the, there's no doubt that's your favorite part of that. but you you've you know from season from season one you see just how much Michael hates <laughs> Toby
1: and and it starts so subtle at first <laughs> and yeah, because Toby was never meant to be a reoccurring right character on that but just the
0: way it's like you know and I think I think there was a whole dynamic too that the, you know people hate HR you know and and you know because you know they deal with their paycheck they deal with disciplinary and blah 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 and they did it yeah it's it's it was just so subtle at first and it turns not that way
1: <laughs> not that way yeah. and my daughter's she's getting ready to graduate you know just congratulations drop to to my rachel she graduates here in april a little bit later this month but um one of the areas that her um, major opens her up for is human resources nice. so she's very excited about the possibility of maybe at some point in life being a, a toby so all well, right Greg, not only, well
3: yeah. not only you know you you have the funny moments of of Michael and Toby, but you it also opens it up to a whole new thing with Michael, and it's when when Holly first comes, yes. and so you know that, that's even though I'm a huge you drive uh, yeah <laughs> Kevin <laughs> <laughs> yes, and so yes I oh, love that's a button <laughs> that's that's another that's that's a whole new thing that you could talk about with where Holly and and Kevin that
0: it it's where like Kevin doesn't even catch on that she <laughs> thinks that he's mentally handicapped <laughs> and he and and he thinks that she's making sexual advances towards <laughs> her yeah, and she's
3: indignant <laughs> when they're at the when they're at the uh, candy machine oh <laughs> yeah, you, Kevin. Do you know how much you have? that that's a button <laughs> <laughs>
1: So there, there is here, we, we're going to have trivia a little bit later in this episode, but there is a trivia moment here that I kind of want to throw out at you guys, since this is all three on our top 10 list. There is something that Michael Scott does here for, I believe, the first time in any of the episodes, he does something for the first time in this episode. What is it?
0: Except for the first time this episode. Yeah. Is this part of the trivia? N-
1: no. No, this is this is a bonus question. this is a bonus question.
0: What gives you the right? I don't know. I can <laughs>
1: No. No. <laughs> Number 1. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> um, it happens I, on the it, it happens on the Ferris wheel.
0: Listeners, I hope you can't hear my gears just grinding to <laughs> not a not <complete>
1: <laughs> For the first time, to my knowledge, and, and listeners, let us hit us up on our social media accounts if I am wrong on this. But I believe this is the first time that Michael Scott refrains from a that's, that's what a- she said moment. Hmm. Yeah. Because he's trying to impress Holly because Jim yeah. has has told her told him to approach it just cool, be cool, man. I you guess
0: know. the only thing close to that him refraining was the um when Jan
1: got after him. Yeah, but, and, and, do but, it Jim, but Jim but
0: Jim like a he's like
1: oh, yeah. And then <laughs> listen in that episode that camera pan to Packer in that moment right before he says it is just <laughs> Packer's the absolute Packer. worst. But still I mean just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Anything else on, on uh the Goodbye Toby? Yeah. yeah, I had um I have Goodbye Toby later on the list.
0: Um I'll go ahead and just say my thoughts about it. Yeah. Here's mm-hmm. an, um yeah, because we're all about efficiency here. Absolutely. <laughs> Streamlined. Efficient. One of my absolute favorite characters in the office is um, Andrew Bernard. <laughs> um I have very complicated Gritty feelings. It's my nickety name anyway. Um, I have very complicated feelings about Andy Bernard. You can obviously, he, when he came in, he was meant to be Jim's antagonist, Jim's Dwight 2.0, and blah blah blah. And uh, then they change his character, and then well, they later on. That's one of the things I hate about the episodes without Michael Scott is they absolutely murder Andy Bernard's character, yeah, just destroy it. It's one of my biggest flaws with The Office. He had such a character arc of being a jerk, being a rich dude, and then just actually being a nice human being. And then all of a sudden he wasn't. Yeah. And, but anyway, I digress. <laughs> um, Andy Bernard proposing to Angela and ruining Jim's moment. Uh, I, I love Jim and Pam, but it was a hilarious moment to me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> because, he's reaching in his pocket and then he's just like really slowly. Yeah. You know. mm. Um, I said, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and she's such a romantic Angela. Um, um which in you know another point of trivia, which I think everybody knows, but Andy Bernard's mom and dad are played by two uh, different and uh, different actor and actress in this episode than what we see in sure, later sure. episodes. Mm-hmm.
0: Um I do remember it was was it at the end of this episode or was it later? They showed that Toby actually broke his neck and
1: <laughs> that was that was later, later. on. Yeah. yeah, right. And um,
0: of course, you know, yeah. well, of course what. what um, I do think, yeah, like you said, the um, him refraining from That's What She Said, I do think it showed a nice human moment. It was so, I mean, well, I know Michael Scott's a different, you know, he's just different. And for him to actually see or meet somebody that had his humor, rocking, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was heartwarming. And, you know, and, and I guess that's something about this show that surprised me is because before I started watching, I thought it would be just like, Kind of similar to dry British humor, you know, Mm -hmm. know, Mm -hmm. but it actually has a lot of heart and it Mm -hmm. has made me emotional several times. And him meeting Holly, that was just
1: as amazing. Yeah. Also, we got to sell her an elevator pass. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, Michael, your number nine episode was also one that was a repeat for us here.
0: Well, guys, my episode is Michael Scott, Dunder Mifflin, Scranton, Merit of Palmer Memorial Celebrity, Rabies Awareness Program, Fun, Run, Race. Hey, I know.
1: <laughs> For is the that? cure. Fun, Run. Yes. What, season this, four, episodes one and two come right out of the end. There was a lot of dual episodes yes. uh, to lead off this season. There's, I think <laughs> this was the Rider Strike season. It was. And, um, it was. Uh, but yeah, what what did you like about the whole oh,
0: <laughs> thing? Of course, Michael hit Meredith with a car.
1: <laughs> of course, that's what happened. The cold opens him sitting at the house eating cereal. <laughs> Jan made me breakfast. Well, actually, she <laughs> that's bought the I, breakfast. That's what I do it all for? <laughs> yeah, she'll uh, probably be there for a while.
0: Just every well, he comes in and like I can't quote it work you know verbatim, but he's like, Meredith's been hit by a car and uh, they did all they could do. <laughs>
1: Which is which is kind of a lead that we see the writers of The Office go back to a couple different times, like Dwight in Tallahassee when Andy's breaking the news of Dwight's no longer with us. I took her
3: to the hospital. Doctors tried to save her life. Yes, they did. They they
0: did did the the best best they they could, could. and she's going to be okay. (laughs) Why would you say it
1: like that? What is wrong with you? Everyone in the car was fine, Stanley. (laughs) Who was driving? Oh
0: god! <laughs> um, it's a little cringy when uh, Michael goes to see Meredith at the hospital and tries to get in bed with her oh my and he's like "Please, please, you yeah, know, blah blah." Uh, but uh, oh, I mean, besides <laughs> Creed grilling her on what kind of what pain
3: kind killers? of painkillers, <laughs> Vicodin,
0: Percocet, <laughs> <Burgoset>, fentanyl, <laughs> OxyContin, Creed. like how do we got to wonder that about a lot of those guys? I guess how do they stay employed? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah. Well, and you know, t- going back, I told my you know told you about my daughter graduating, getting ready to enter the workforce, and that's one of the beautiful, beautiful, beautiful things about the office to me is that not to the extreme, and maybe not all at once, but I told her I said at some point in your working career, you will work with every mm-hmm. character type. That's in the yes, office. Sure, sure uh, multiples at once. But that you know, they take that, they take it to the extreme. Of course, within right. its writing, but still, I mean, that's just yeah. what comedy is. But yeah, yeah, you
0: will meet those archetypes everywhere. <laughs> yeah. I know I have. You know, I, it just you know, besides from the you know obvious comedy, of course, Michael eating pasta before he runs. Carbo <laughs> load. <laughs> um he's too strong. One of my funniest moments of that is. Jim and Pam talking doing the romantic thing and Michael, you can see him running mm-hmm. behind him just struggling. And he's like, <laughs> 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 you know, just Love it. But I think it also shows too that um I always try to look for subtext and everything, all the episodes. Um a lot of humanity in Michael. I know some of it was motivated, some of his actions were motivated by a selfish need to be loved and uh liked. And, forgiven
1: i don't don't have to be lying
0: (laughs) (laughs) but i do think it just shows that for all his major flaws he does have a heart and he does care yeah
3: and uh,
1: those redeeming qualities that they try to start giving him at after season (laughs) one of course
3: as michael says you know in in this episode uh what is it it's something along the lines of yes i guess what i have flaws I don't. I don't know. I sing in the shower. I hit people with my car. <laughs> so sue me. Oh gosh, oh. Michaels. And we can't go. With, we can't. We can't go without mentioning throughout this episode of Andy Bernard's.
1: Nipple oh, me. my gosh. The, the, the <laughs> one scene that makes me laugh out loud every single time is where they're, the camera's panned in on Kevin running mm. and then does that real dramatic pan out, and it's got Andy right behind him drafting off of him, just the way that he's running right behind
0: him. Yeah. 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 Man, I forgot about Andy's nipples. That's
1: a, <laughs> that's a sentence I don't say every day. <laughs> Well, and let's, not, uh, let's also not overlook the fact that this is the episode where Dwight Mercy kills Angela's cat. Oh, God. <laughs> There's so much
4: in these two so episodes.
1: <laughs> oh, no, it's, it's dead. <laughs> the, the shredded bag in the freezer. That poor cat. <laughs> and her giving him the instructions on how to take care of sprinkles when he goes in the different types of medicines and stuff.
3: Well you left the TV on and your cat is dead. <laughs> your cat is dead. <laughs> I try to be a human uh, <laughs> and
1: then of course we have the characters of uh let's see is it Oscar Stanley and Creed, Creed take the cab and just go and have have a couple beers and then right. just come back. Yes, <laughs> whenever Toby wins and cry, Dwight puts modium <laughs>
0: <laughs> instead you, of it, usually I have to go to the bathroom during a uh, 5K.
1: <laughs> Not today. <laughs> and, 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 Toby crosses the line. He's like, "Where are we?" And Kelly's like, "I don't know. Maybe like five kilometers from the office." <laughs> we
0: couldn't have done in a circle.
1: Oh gosh! Yeah, there's so much in that in that episode. Oh, yes,
0: another point of that too is I love seeing because again I'm a Jim and Pam fan. Loved it, just yeah. loved the whole thing, and I you got, got to see them actually together, yeah. having a day, mm. doing their thing, and it was it's awesome. Yeah, they weren't
1: weren't necessarily trying to hide anything. It wasn't that tension of. And let's let's give a shout out to the writers of the Office here because mm-hmm. I mean they did a really really. Good job.
0: They did Ross and Rachel. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, and they, you know, they they kind of built the tension and they kept it there. And it wasn't a right. Ross and Rachel. It wasn't a Sam and Diane. It wasn't a How I Met Your Mother thing. Right. It was they they kind of gave you that in the middle, mm-hmm. and then was able to build um, from there. Absolutely. So I absolutely agree. All right. Let's talk about what's the what's the next one I got number lost seven. on my list here. Number seven. Uh, another one that I believe that there was some... I'm sorry,
0: I just told you. I'm sorry, it's number Three. eight. Number
1: eight, okay. Um, the Dundies, <laughs> the Dundies. Oh uh, which is another repeat from several of us, Greg. Mike, All of us, we had it. It was in different spots. But my number eight was The Dundees, season two, episode one. I feel God in this chili to me. <laughs> my personal opinion,
0: you can't have a top ten episodes of the dungeon. Yeah, I don't just, I don't know. I, how could you not? Yeah, I mean, think I
1: think that's a qualifier for at least having to be on this podcast anyhow, is that that has to be there. With Dwight with his sound machine and <laughs> Ronald. <running. laughs> <laughs> yeah. Michael, how serious he
0: like I think he actually feels and his heart is just as prestigious as the Oscar celebrations. Oh <laughs> <I know. laughs>
1: Yeah, and listen, there's so many, you know, and, and Steve Carell has talked about this with like a reboot of, you know, The Office and how it could never be done just because they did things and said things and made references which were terribly, terribly offensive right. uh, and, and really in in bad taste. Mm. Hilarious, <laughs> uh, but in bad taste, and you just couldn't replicate that today. One of those is when he starts doing his Ping impression, uh, you know, his character of Ping, yes. and it shows the... the the racial insensitivity. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But just, yeah, just the whole thing of like everything in Michael's head, especially Mm -hmm. at this point in the show revolves around him.
0: I think that's one of the geniuses they did with the the show is, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, you're right. They had absolutely, for lack of a better word, inappropriate material, inappropriate comedy, but they did it in such a way to where Michael could do the inappropriate comedy And he kind of learns from it as he goes. And they didn't make it as he was right or awesome for doing or saying these things. He was obviously the heel. But also they didn't make him out to be like a bad guy. Mm -hmm. He just. He's just clueless. Like all of us were good hearted. or not all. You know but most of us are good hearted people. That learn every day. Yeah. But but, you know and I think that's a. They did really good with the writing on that. Yeah.
1: Greg, what uh, what's some of your favorite? You know, I, I
3: I think something else too you see from from this episode is that y- you start to see the Jim and Pam element in this episode too. It really hit starts to starts to to hit in in this episode. The too. The first kiss, yeah, that's right.
1: Whether you want to argue that because there's a lot of fan boards that argue if it's considered the first official kiss right. or not,
0: right? But, and you can tell Jim's conflicted by it, like he's. Mm-hmm. But awesome.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, and, and then he gets around with Meredith. Come on. <laughs> well,
1: and also, um, you know, a, a couple shout outs to some podcasts here, real quick uh, The Office Ladies, of course. Very good. Yeah, that's podcast. a that's very good podcast. We learn in that when they're covering this episode that uh, Jenna Fisher had never actually been intoxicated before. Hmm. And, I guess, in study for this episode, B.J. Novak, Mindy Kaling, uh, Ryan, and Kelly, uh, two writers on the show plus actors, but they took her out to get her drunk intentionally. That way she would have a point of reference as Mm. to what she was actually drunk. And so they did some video clips of that to show her (laughs) that way she could study it. And man, when she falls off that stool... Towards the end of this episode, I mean, she falls, man. I mean, that is like, she oh, sells yeah. it. <laughs> so. Yeah. I didn't know that. That's awesome. Yeah.
0: Fun facts. Fun facts.
1: <laughs> all right. Greg, we've already kind of talked about yours. Uh, your number eight, because that was the injury. The injury. Yeah. Did we talk about that? No, we that? haven't talked we about haven't. that. I'm sorry, sorry about that. I'm sorry. Oh, okay, yes. rewind all of that. Introduce us to your number eight. All right,
3: so that is going to be season... Two, sorry, Season 2, Episode 12, where it starts right off the bat <laughs> of Michael <laughs> calling into the office because he has burned his foot
1: Don't send Dwight. <laughs> on
3: a George Foreman grill.
1: And maybe one of the best talking oh. heads ever is Michael explaining... <laughs> Why? Why he has a George Foreman grill his life? I like smell of bacon in the morning. <laughs> I put six strips of bacon.
0: I go back to sleep. <laughs> We're all surprised he hasn't burned his condo down, right?
3: <laughs> oh, I actually think it's a genius idea. <laughs> you do that, don't you? Uh, I wish I could do that. He's going to come in with a bubble wrap foot. <laughs> oh. So so, I, but yes, the reason for this is just... Uh, as most of my episodes, there's just so many little, just scenes of where I just I'm just laughing uncontrollably throughout throughout the entire episode.
1: <laughs> Dwight getting concussed as he hits oh the pole. Oh my goodness! Go. Yes.
0: Jim Spritz named the Oh bang. my God. That's what I was thinking about.
1: <laughs> oh. And then when Michael's filling out the work at the emer- or the paperwork at the emergency room the reason for visit. <laughs> Taking friend to hospital. <laughs> Is that what you wrote? It <laughs> oh, just and, scribbles.
3: And then, well, not only have the uncontrollable laughter at end, you you also have, I, I, I can't remember any other cringe moments that top this within the first two first two seasons. But when he brings in the the the, the uh, man in the wheelchair, oh, and gosh. just to, how long. <laughs> How long does it take you to do something normal, like brush your teeth? Oh. <laughs>
1: like,
3: saying, like, just the, the way that he compares like his foot to being
1: disabled. Know. And he's like, yeah, 30 seconds. He's like, oh my God. It's four times as long as <laughs> <I> <laughs> And then Jim deadpans the camera. Jim <laughs> said, about I want to clamp Michael's
3: face in a <laughs> George Foreman girl. Yeah. Good. Oh. Yeah. So, so. That, that's just the, the laughter, and then they. The writer, they did they did some awesome things with just cringe, yeah.
1: cringe-worthy moments where you, you actually really feel bad for Michael. Then at the end when Dwight steals a that's-what-she-said moment from Michael. And the doctor's
0: just like, that's great, and laughs. And Michael's like, I could not hate Dwight anymore right now than I
1: do. That's also the one where he tries to stick his foot in the MRI machine. <laughs>
0: yes. I don't understand my love for Michael Scott because he is like... I couldn't be around him in real life, oh. right? You know, like, but I love watching him. Yeah, but, I, yeah, just being around him wouldn't work. <laughs> and
1: I, and I think that we, with the concussed Dwight, we kind of start seeing, you know, because at the end of the show, he's talking about, you know, Pam is my best friend. You know, when he's talking about my relationships mm. to my subordinates. I think we kind of see this a little bit here with concussed Dwight, because as she's walking him to the elevator, you know, he's kind of got her on it. Oh, Pam. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she's just like, uh, she's, he said, well, I'll see you when I get back or something like She's like, no, it'll be different. It'll be different. Oh, Pam. <laughs> okay. See you later, Pam. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that spritz bottle, especially the first time he uses it when Dwight's laying there on the couch in reception. <laughs> and he's like, pss, pss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Meredith's booze rolling up. In the
0: <laughs> <pan. It's great. laughs>
1: All right. So, uh, Michael, your number eight is what we've already talked yes, about. Got correct. Yes. To... Goodbye, Toby. Again, yes. again, great, great episode. Uh, my number seven, uh, which was the injury. Uh, Greg's number seven, which was the Dundies, we've already talked about. Now, Michael, you have an original one here at number seven. Tell us about Uh, it.
0: uh, Season two, episode ten, Christmas party,
1: (laughs) and it's the first Christmas party. Yes,
0: and honestly, it's a pretty cringe-reducing episode. It really is. (laughs) Um, It's when, uh, of course, you know, um, Jim gets Pam a very personal, very. Intimate gift, you know, that meant something to them. Yeah. This course, is the white elephant <laughs> Christmas party, of course. And of course, uh Marvel had to go, Yay! <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it's hilarious. <laughs> but I, also one of the reasons I picked it is um again, is was one little one of those little building block pieces against for Jim and Pam. And that Pam actually did trade her iPod, you know, way for to get her gift back. Yeah. Um, I actually think it's a a clear, uh, visible showing that Michael actually
1: learned a lesson. Yeah. of what you know what he did. And the the note in the teapot uh, <laughs> that we, or the note that Jim took away and then yes. eventually gave mm-hmm. Pam towards the end of the show. Another great uh, callback. And, and we never really get to know what's it say. And then, of course, in the interview, I'm kind of like with the lady of. But no, what did it say? It's it. something <laughs> I like to keep. <laughs> mm. Oh, it's okay. Cool. Okay. What did it say?
0: <laughs> and, and it has one of my. You said Michael Scott's guttural song that's oh, got one of my. Where he talks fellas into trading. He's
1: like, I can't do it, but. We're sorry, listeners. Everything was just peaked like crazy at that point. I'm so sorry. But it was well worth it. Welcome to
4: NPR.
0: Oh. Uh, but yeah, I I, just, I I love that episode. It's got a little mix of everything, um, comedy. It does make me cringe a little bit, yeah. you know, just the way I'm like, oh, oh, my goodness. But it it works out good in the end, I believe. Very good.
3: The the one part that that I remember is I know we we also talked about Kevin. Kevin drew himself for Seeker Santa. <laughs> Got himself
1: the foot back. <laughs> again, one of those character arcs yes. of just little callbacks yes. all the way to Kevin and his problem with his feet. <laughs> I, too, smelled them <laughs> and deemed that they were a hazard and needed to, and be to be destroyed. And they had to
0: be destroyed. Speaking of.
1: All right. So, number six. My number six was Goodbye Toby, so we've already talked about that. Greg, your number six. Uh, my
3: number six from season two, and episode eleven is the booze cruise. So, <laughs> Captain Jack. A captain Jack. Okay. This is another. I, they must have just started in in season two. This is an, another one. Even though it was there's there's all kinds of super great funny moments, but you get I or at least I did I I got a little cringy I got that cringe feeling especially when Michael's continuing to talk over Captain Jack
1: stop. he just cannot and, stop it's just and he he does that so many you know three or four times throughout oh, the, man. the episode arc and just cannot <laughs> <laughs> the delivery's so, all wrong uh, yeah that's uh,
0: I don't know what it is about these episodes like there are definite levels of cringe. That you can take and tolerate and enjoy, yes. like. But yeah, you're definitely right.
3: And, and that's one of those. It's almost it's it's almost not real life, right? But yeah. but it's it's so good. And another another one of my favorite mo- moments of, of this is when Captain Jack has Dwight steer <laughs> steers about, and he really.
1: He really he thinks that he is doing so so serious. With it even it. shows him later down there
0: because those do you not know, remember what segment they were doing. I think it was Mike and Jim talking, maybe like they were doing a moment, and then it pans out and Dwight still. Dwight still. It. Yeah. Don't don't
3: don't worry, Michael. I'm taking this.
1: Well, and, and Jim, I bet my paycheck. How many things are you going to bet, bet your paycheck on? You know, it was like mm-hmm. how long that uh, it's going to take Michael. I'm the king
4: of the world. Right. Oh, just, I <laughs> uh, just,
1: uh, just another Michael
3: moment that just, uh, I, I just love him because he, he thinks the things that he thinks of is so random and so not even close to being correct. Like when he, when he says. Uh, in an office, when you're ranking people, manager is higher than captain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On a boat, who knows? Uh,
0: yeah. And Jim breaks it off with um, um, Lois Lane. No, there. Well, there can, I yeah. can, Kimmy
1: Adams. Adam Her Holmes. name is in the show. I don't know. Pretty girl that's so personal in
0: <laughs> season one.
1: <laughs> no, nobody.
0: Lois Lane. No, no I don't I, know. I
1: can't can't remember either. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. That,
0: that, I don't know what I was going to say. Okay.
1: Listeners, send us, send us in, all 10 of you. Send us in, hit our social it's, media. That's what was saying. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> all right. And, and we also have another Jim Pam moment kind of here as they're yeah. outside, mm-hmm. uh, you know, because Jim breaks it off and Roy decides now is the time to set a date uh-huh. with Pam for the engagement, Roy. for the yeah. wedding. So, all right, moving on here. Um, Michael, you're number six.
0: Yeah, I picked a, actually it's a two-part episode, and nothing really major and important happens to it as far as the uh,
1: flow and mythology of I, it. I mean, other than the fact of it's been six seasons in a build here, no, nothing <laughs> really happens. Uh, I'm talking about um, from season six, episodes
0: four and five, Niagara. Yes. And it's got definitely got some great comedy in it, which I'll, I'll, I'll break down. Some of my favorite funny moments, but as far as an emotional impact on me, um, is when Jim and Pam, you know, they're they're doing the the whole YouTube viral video thing, or where they're playing the music and getting married, yeah, for yeah. But they're actually showing the uh Jim Pam on the Made of the Mist yeah, clips from the yeah. and Jim speaking over and said, you know, I had. Two plans, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's like, my last plan was, you know, to marry her to Dan. And when it pans over him, he just looks over and <laughs> he just looks over. I'm mm-hmm. starting to tear it down. When he just looks over and smiles at the camera. Yeah. And while they're, I mean, that's, it's, it's one of the best moments in television for me. I mean, it really is. I mean, they did really, yeah. they did so good.
1: Which that, that moment of the, the office staff doing the dance oh. is actually. Falls into the fans' top ten most hated moments. What?
0: Yeah, really? Yeah, that's. Listen, fans, your guys are wrong. Listen, <laughs> we we're right. Just listen to us. Yeah, that's what. That's an awesome moment. I, I enjoyed it. But, I, I mean, love that. I
1: mean, and and it's we, we all can get way too nitpicky with things uh, and become experts on things we don't understand, uh, as evidenced by 2020 in a global pandemic. We all become epidemiologists. Oh, did yeah, I think something went down, um, but. They're just saying that the wedding's not all about the office staff. There's more people there and how um, you know, how arrogant of the office staff to just kind of take over and sabotage uh, Jim and Pam's wedding, which mm. I don't see. What
0: television show have they been
1: watching up until this point? <laughs> yeah, right, right. I mean, it's kind of just been
0: building. <laughs> yeah. um, one, we, we knew Michael Scott would absolutely do that. He wanted to of Course later on, be an intimate part of the christening of their daughter and their god. I mean, he <laughs> thinks he needs to be in the god, uh, like he he he's, <laughs> he's, he thinks he needs, and of course, he's going to drag the office into it. I mean, I don't that's I don't know. I mean, I don't, I mean, each Throne, I don't agree with that criticism, yeah. I don't know what our show they've been watching up until this
1: point. I agree. I'm just throwing out facts, man. Just throwing out facts. I'm not saying I endorse them. I'm just throwing them out there, man. <laughs> Bing, get out. <laughs> <laughs> Leave. get out of here now.
0: Andy ripping his scrotum. Oh, uh, uh,
1: <laughs> Listen, let, let's just go past the physics of that supposed injury with his keys being in his front pocket and him doing a split and that being a result, which is Yikes. pretty physically po- impossible. Yeah, But the... The humor factor in that, and mm. then, then Pam happened to be the one to take him to the hospital, and he's like, spending the night with the bride. <laughs> She's like, hey, did, I, did I hear you cry? Were you dreaming? No, that was real. That,
0: I love Andy so much. Like I said, there's a big window. I love Andy, and then they ruin him, but I, I, he's one of my favorites. And I love him.
1: And one of the little moments of that episode that I had missed until I rewatched it here recently was, you know, Aaron's in there. What you got? What you <laughs> yeah. got? And Andy does that. He does that split. And he starts screaming. And mm. right in that split second, Aaron adds another one. <laughs> like, in the
4: what you got? <laughs> Aaron's
0: great. But, yeah, as far as, um, I mean, I think Niagara is a linchpin episode. Um, Ooh, we got linchpin coming linchpin. in. Yeah. Um, It's... I, again, like that's one of my favorite moments is the office getting together and doing the whole viral video thing.
1: And, and I think that there's I think there's so much nostalgia and beauty in whenever it's just a in the office episode, like you know that kind of throwback to the beginning. But I also really, really enjoy when they go out of office. Yeah, because this kind of this whole episode is based out of the office. I mean, they have the beginning of it where they're talking about the do's and the don'ts. Who's going to do the fireworks? Fireworks are on the don't list, Kevin.
0: You're actually on the don't list, Kevin.
1: (laughs) But but I really, I I like at times when they get out of the office and you kind of see the real people, you know, the everyday life kind of thing of the...
0: And yeah, that's I guess that's all I have to say about that. We're getting deep here.
3: We are we're I like, like it's
1: super serious. I like it. Hey, listen, we're gonna we are we are intellectual people, <laughs> <laughs> as you cannot tell in our first almost fifty minutes of rambling here. <laughs> all right, number five. Mine was Goodbye Michael, um, episode or season seven, episode twenty two. Um, man, talk about getting you in the fields right here. Um, yeah. This is another one that we've all, um, that was a, a repeat on this one. Um, go ahead and spoiler alert. This is actually my number one. I'll be is, to talk about it. It is. You both ranked it a little bit higher, uh, didn't we? Or, Greg, did you I have this? I did here? not have this. You did this. not? Okay. So. I couldn't put it in my talk I got you. I got you. I, just, I got
3: you. I can't, I can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> I can't talk about it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, I got to go, go.
3: Yeah.
1: So, um, yeah, I mean, we, we won't get too too deep into this at this point but uh you know just the the balance of you know humor and getting you in the fields and then them singing to michael um you know that wasn't that was his proposal one wasn't it i'm sorry i'm getting uh whenever they are no Oh, I'm so confused. No, but, um, is this the one where they bring him up into the conference room?
0: That's the episode before. Okay, um, all right.
1: That's the the last Dundies. Yeah, gotcha, um, gotcha. Yeah. So, but I
0: mean, kind of goes with us. I yeah, it Kind
1: of builds into this this episode, but yeah, just the the amount of humor, uh, and just kind of the, the. I think to me, it also had this moment of intrigue that you really didn't know where the show was going to go if it was going to keep keep going, if they were going to rewrite, if they were going to reboot, what they were going to do with it. Yeah. So, uh, you know, that's, that's one of them that you kind of see. We've seen glimpses of all of these redeeming moments with Michael from season two up until this moment. And it kind of pays off in my mind in this episode when you really start seeing the office workers and their feelings towards Michael, that he really did mean something Absolutely. to them. As much as they hated him at times and he drove them nuts, he really meant something to them. So, Michael, with this being your number one, I'll let you okay. talk some on this. Uh,
0: I think we can all agree that uh, Michael Scott is going to go down in history. as that the flagship like sitcom character. Mm-hmm. You know, he's um, uh, not comparing them as if they're the same characters, but like he's the Urkel, he's mm-hmm. the uh, Alex P. Keaton, you know, when you think about The Office, that's the character. That's Reflection. You, guy. I always tell
3: people, like, I, Steve Carell can't do anything else in my mind. I, in my almost.
0: Eyes. he's Yeah, he's almost um He's type ruined casted, himself you know. from doing this show. And I remember uh, growing up and I used to watch um, shows my dad watched. And um, there'd be things that happened that changed the dynamic of shows, like Cheers, Diane Leaves, you mm-hmm. know, because Shelley Long... And that always impacted me. And I was like, what? She's always part of the show. Um, One of the ones that impacted me the worst was uh, Henry dying on MASH. Like, he's getting ready. Spoiler alert. Maybe I shouldn't do this. (laughs) Spoiler alert for
1: a 40-year-old episode. So let's just, Greg, did you ever watch MASH? No. Greg's a little bit younger than what what Uh, we are. uh, Bringing a youthful vibe into the episode here. (laughs) It's one one of those
0: Goodbye Michaels, one of those uh, um, waystone episodes you know it changes the dynamic of the show and after um, he gets on that plane he flies off at the end you kind of I mean it, it's an uncomfortable feeling um, to get extreme here it's like where is this show going to go yeah. Um. again like I said earlier in the episode a lot of the show of, of seasons one through seven is it's built on Michael Scott and his interactions with different type you know types of char- arch types of characters and i think they did great with his goodbye scenes yeah, yeah everything from like a kelly like a,
1: yeah go away what take yeah. you know what she's texting in and uh and uh, i'll tell you tomorrow at lunch, at lunch that you're the best boss i ever Again. had
0: can, yeah i mean i hate to be, I, i'm a pretty emotional guy and yeah that one that, yeah,
1: that'll, seen, that'll tug on you for sure
0: seeing jim cry man that yeah yeah that might
3: Seeing Michael so serious was always, I just, I, I
1: couldn't do it. I just. I'm not going to know where my channels are. No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All of my improv
1: points would transfer. Yeah, and I'm not going to start from the beginning. Oh,
0: shoot. And he actually makes it up with uh, Dwight because Dwight had a lot of um, sour oh, feelings yeah. with him. Um, yeah. It's just. And thinking that he wasn't going to get to see
3: Pam or tell her, tell yeah. her bye, that was. It's a great
0: moment. It was a it was a good moment. And, and like I say, it may have some. I guess that's why picture does number one is it's one of the most impactful episodes to me. Um, it's got great humor. It's got the emotion just hits a wallop, and um, again afterwards um, you kind of felt uncharted, like where is this going to go? Because I know it's going to continue. And you do get one final.
3: That's what she said he <laughs> as as very As he takes off his microphone. As he takes off his microphone. All right, number five for Greg. Number five for me was Beach Games. That was season three, episode 23, where Michael decides that <laughs> the, the, the office... Uh, he he needs to find which employee is best fit for being his replacement, and so he uses. A, I mean, he
0: uses corporate tools, right? Yeah. Like, like like personality test, you know, and and comprehensive test, right? Right. Uh, we go to the beach and we do beach games, Survivor style. <laughs> to see <laughs> who.
3: Who is going to be his most compatible hot dog eating contest? You tell me he
0: didn't go past work, you know, on past work record or, <laughs> or attendance records or you know merits or okay sumo wrestling. So I'm out of never my... seen that look in a man's eyes <laughs> <laughs> So out of character for Michael. But oh.
3: <laughs> then the, you have so many that you have a hot dog eating contest, no. walking through on hot a fire of coals, and a, you, a, as always, you have a. A Jim and, and Dwight moments of where they, they start with asking who, they pick teams, they ask Jim who his, what his, they ask Dwight who his team name was going to be. They're going to be Gryffindor. Gryffindor. Okay. And Jim is going to be Baltimore.
1: Jim, you can't <laughs> say that name. Yeah. <laughs> and, and here's maybe digging a little deeper into this episode than maybe what I should, but I, I stay confused throughout the run of the show as to what the rules for the camera crew well, <laughs> are because we see them inserting themselves in different times. Right. Uh, like at the beginning of the Dwight and Angela thing, you know, with her, um, with the candy bars, you know, Pam's starting to notice something. And then you see the cam crew, camera crew clue her in that Dwight has the other candy bar. Uh, then you have like later on, Jim. Hey, I'm going to need your guys' help with this, you know. And we see these different moments of intervention. But in beach games, we just see Andy floating away in a <laughs> sumo suit, and the camera just following him. And like, and Michael's like, "Where's Andy?" By the way, I, I, I can't
0: remember who they're doing the cold interview, and they got the beach and the, or the lake in the background and like they're talking you see Andy just
1: <laughs> and then at night when you see the headlights hey guys we are the group from Dunder Mifflin so <laughs> Andy I uh,
3: also you know you you have you have a pretty serious moment with Pam where um you know she gets in front of everybody and mm-hmm. and expresses her her true feelings and it it never fails right after she just pours everything out, you know, Michael accepts it and, you know, Pam, that was amazing. But I'm still looking for someone with a sales background. (laughs) (laughs) So leave it to Michael to just ruin any kind of serious moments.
0: Again, why do we love him? Yes. All right.
1: Michael, you're number five. Listen, I picked this episode, okay,
0: well, I guess I should go ahead and say it's from uh, Season 3, Episode 9, The Convict. Again, a cringeworthy episode. <laughs> a little, uh, uh, gruel. And, and I mean, and, and I guess I need to clarify, when I say cringeworthy, I'm not saying anything about the quality of the show. The quality of the show is mm-hmm. fantastic. It's just the, the purposeful cringe they're trying to get out of the audience yeah. of Michael's insecurities. and. Uh, you creepy. mean... Prison Mike. Yeah. And that's what I was going to say. Prison Mike is the absolute reason I picked this episode.
1: I think cringeworthy moments really could be defined as the ones that you almost want to fast forward past. You right. know, it, it, it raises your anxiety yes. level for what's happening. Absolutely.
0: Uh, Michael Scott locks his employees into a break room and doesn't let them out. And he's still the manager at the end of the episode. Yeah, there's
1: so many things that, and that's what, um, the the character change that we see from Michael in season one to season two and the rest of the show. Um, because in season one, he was just a jerk. Yes. Um, and um, never no redeeming qualities. In season yeah. Who. One, really. uh, Oh, I can see his face. The guy who played the role of Michael on the British on the BBC, The Office. Oh, uh, Ricky Gervais. Ricky Gervais. Uh, you know, one of the creators of the American office as well. Uh, he came in and basically said, listen, in, in Britain, in England, you can be this type of manager and you can keep your job. But in America, it doesn't work that way. If you are like that the whole time, eventually it's going to catch up with you. Right. And they're going to fire you. That's why you kind of see a different style of Michael, different hairstyle, with a jacket, still being pompous and kind of unbearable. But they gave him redeeming qualities. You can definitely definitely tell though. Yeah, when yeah, yeah, and that's you know the prison Mike thing is one of those things, and I think that you know number one, it should, should have just been fired.
0: <laughs> oh, I hope you guys don't come together to avenge us.
1: What <laughs> uh, was well, yep. the worst part? That the mentors. <laughs> You mean from Harry Potter?
0: No. Not uh, Harry Potter. Potter. <laughs> and, of course, we have some, um, and some, you know, not to get too deep in those weeds, but, you know, Michael's racial in, uh, insensitivities. Um, but they show it that he has the best intentions. Yeah. Like, you
1: know, but still, you know, he is. <laughs> <laughs> and we f- we see the final piece from s- not the final, the next to final piece from Stanford Fall. I mean, Andy is really the right. only one that makes it through, but the only one left after this is Karen Filippelli. <laughs> Please leave
0: me the message.
1: <laughs> wow, you're really exotic. Was your father a GI? <laughs> 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 and just Pam's look on her face whenever he said, anyhow. Pardon. Yeah, convict, absolutely great. Yeah. Good for last, good for. Uh, for of things. Great for great for memes and gifts. Also, <laughs> all right. So my number four was the finale. We've already talked about that. Greg, your number four.
3: My number four was we we kind of just touched on this a little bit, but season one, episode two, Diversity Day, where <laughs> Michael says something oh, shocking insensitive, and sensitive, and then decides. <laughs> To create his own training about diversity. And,
1: and Larry Wilmore, the guy who played Mr. Brown in this.
0: Michael King get past his name oh without doing God. something
1: stupid. Oh, well.
0: good, good, good.
3: <laughs> and just this episode, I mean, it's just the second episode in their very first season, but it I can I see myself laughing. The entire. Time. I think one of my favorite parts of this episode was when he has he gets the note cards and writes writes a ethnicity <laughs> on the cards and tapes them to people's heads and they have to go around asking questions oh, gosh. and Stanley's Stanley's is by far my favorite. <laughs> and he tapes Stanley gets they put. <laughs> just black on there and between just just Michael throughout that I think it's Michael throughout this whole episode is just uh, I I love him this is this is where it started with me of my love of Michael Scott
1: yeah, <clears throat> yeah this is the one where Kelly slaps him and if you if you'll it's, notice fans if you'll go back and rewatch that 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 was the closest take that they got without Mindy Kaling breaking. Really, she still broke, and you can see it right at the end. But they, the edit, gets the complete <laughs> break out of there. But yeah, she could not do. I wonder that. how many
0: times she slapped it.
1: Uh, they, uh, according to the office ladies, it was numerous times that she wasn't actually slapping him at the beginning. Mm-hmm. But then it got to the place that Steve was just like, "You're going to have to do this." Uh, so yeah. Great episode. And actually, the first one, um, the first episode that I think is really the American office. Because mm-hmm. the pilot, season one, episode one, was almost a shot-for-shot remake of the British right. mm. pilot. So this is this is the first time that we see kind of the Americanized version yes. of this. Um, all right. Uh, Michael, you're number four.
0: <laughs> this episode is chock chart- full of just... Some, some of the funniest moments to me on The Office. Um, it's from uh, Season 3, Episode 17, Business School.
1: <laughs> Just as a footnote, one of my top ten least favorite episodes. What? Get out of here. Yeah.
0: You're fired. Yeah. <laughs> no so, listen,
1: I control the soundboard. I can uh-huh. mute you. Oh, yeah. I have no power. Right <laughs> uh,
0: least favorite episode, huh? yeah. Or one of the one th- of top them. ten. Uh, yeah. What we have... Michael going to that lecture. <laughs> mm-hmm. Him coming in with the boom box. Hello. Dwight thinks Jim's a vampire. There's that. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. Um, it's one of the times that, you know, they'll play out in the future where Meredith needs a rabies shot. <laughs> 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 really, um, or rabies treatment or whatever. But also, I mean, on a serious note, I mean, all those those funny moments, um, it almost shows the duality of uh, Michael Scott and how he is a complicated person, not just a bumbling, goofy clown. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, of course, he ruined Ryan's day, but <laughs> he showed up for Pam later to her yeah. Showing.
1: Oh, yeah, that was a great and, moment. And, yeah. and,
0: and he really cares, you know, and he yeah. really... And also...
1: Like, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Took,
0: He didn't gain... Like, a lot of times, Michael, you can see a selfish motivation. in. Mm-hmm. Michael went to support Pam like he didn't gain anything from it. Like he su- went there, he was supporting.
1: Mm-hmm. I think this also shows us that Michael has a limit, like with what um, what Ryan was doing to him. I, I, you know, on the on the ride back, I think that you know Michael sets that boundary because Ryan is the one that's you know he gets away with anything, whatever he wants yeah. to do. He's the golden child. But even at this, Michael could only and it. And it just goes to show you how much that Michael loves what he does, so much that he's willing to personally just be destroyed, yeah, uh, in relationships and friendships and Jeff, you know, with these steps, you know, I mean, just. But when it comes to messing with the business and making a mockery of what they do, the thing that he loves, that Michael draws a line. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, business school. Um, you're wrong. but Okay, right. okay. That's, listen, that's fine. It, it has its listen, moments.
1: And listen, when Jim's white and Dwight, Jim's on his own path now. <laughs> and
0: listen, it's okay to be wrong. It's fine. Yeah. You know, you'll, yeah. you'll Like Michael Scott, you'll learn lessons. Listen, whatever.
1: I'm married. I understand that concept. <laughs> all right. Number three. Uh, number three for all of us um, has is ones that we've already mentioned. Number three for both Greg and I are Fun Run. Uh, and then you had the Dundies, Michael, at number three. So we'll—we've uh, already talked about those. Um, number two, you all had uh, the exact same one that we've not mentioned yet that we'll get to. But mine is season three, episode thirteen, "The Return."
0: My mind blanked, Um "The Return."
1: Greg, you got anything?
3: I—I I know that. This we is, are opposite. This experts. is the this is the episode where Andy makes everybody in the office miss Dwight, right?
0: <laughs> Who oh, that's he right. he that's, leaves uh,
3: to go get a job at Staples. Yes. Oh, yes. yes. Okay. Thank you. I, mean, yes. I just I
0: don't know why I had a, a roadblock in my head there.
1: I don't like him. His oh. big head or his beady little eyes. <laughs> that's all I got to say oh. about that. <laughs>
0: has one of my favorite lines in it though. What's that? <laughs> sorry I bothered you with my French. Yeah, sorry I bothered you
3: with my French. <laughs> oh and and just don't forget that of course, Michael has you know, Oscar he he returns back to work, and of course Michael has to go over the top, oh, yeah, and throws him a, <laughs> a a Mexican party. Of course,
1: <laughs> would you like me to ride in on a donkey? <laughs> oh, it's a grand burro. <laughs> uh, no. And then it. Dwight comes back, and this welcome back Oscar signs everywhere, and Dwight's like, "Did you do this for me?" <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, just the whole premise, you know, Dwight. This is. Establishing I think Dwight's loyalty yep. to some degree. Um, not only from a work standpoint, from from a relational standpoint too, is Angela has forgotten to you know, get the reports to corporate on time and Dwight, you know, has gone and taken it to and he just he won't out. Um He really cares Angela. for Angela. Oh. You,
0: you can tell and it wasn't just a um a sexual hookup thing, you know, he like wasn't, used, he actually cares for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually makes their breakup later a little bit more heartbreaking. <laughs> yeah. Yes.
3: And then, I think this is also the, the episode where, is this the episode where Karen and Jim kind it's,
1: it's of, kind, it's kind they're of, they're on their,
3: they're on their way out, um, right? Um, no. Because um, doesn't she, she asks him if she has if he has feelings for Pam.
1: Yeah, he right, the party. And he says right.
3: and he says yes. Yeah.
1: This this kind of starts you start seeing that rift because okay. you know I think the next one the next episode starts talking about how we've had many <laughs> many long talks. <laughs> so, all right. Well, we'll we'll move on from that one because you both have uh, a, the same number number 2. Oh um. um, yes. I,
3: I just watched this episode last night and it it never fails but uh, episode episode 22 of season 2 was Casino Nights. I I love Casino Nights where it's you know Michael just hosts hosts a casino party to uh, and at the end, whoever has the most money can donate so much money to to charity. But also one of the one of the main parts of it too is that Michael gets he invites Jan and uh his realtor Carol. Carol. <laughs> Carol. Uh so he's he's got he's double dated. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and Dwight's supposed to be his wingman. And Dwight is
3: his wingman. <laughs> But also one one of the things that you know, I, I know that I based a lot of my episodes off of laughter. But you also this is kind of you're not really cringe, but you you have that serious moment of of Jim and Pam, where Jim lays it all out on the line and Pam crushed. Pam, Pam crushes him.
0: You know. But it also, you mean you. I get it. I mean, I know. Yes. You know. I mean, she is engaged. Like, yes. Like, I'm not saying she should be engaged to uh, mm-hmm. Roy, but uh, I mean, she definitely had some things to take care of first before.
1: Yeah. You know. But I mean, let's let, let's go a little deeper here. I mean, both of them have. While we were all rooted for it, mm-hmm. and we're all happy when they got together, they both acted so inappropriately. Absolutely. given the context of the relational status mm-hmm. of Pam. Because, I mean, there was just major flirtation from the very get-go. Yes. Um, so I'm not saying anything to justify Jim here. But if you watch this episode and the amount of flirtation, especially the way that kind of Pam ramps it up through this, um, I, I kind of understand Jim trying to make a move here. Uh, like I said, I not, not really justifying it because, you know, she's engaged. That, that should be respected. Yeah. But I don't think that either of them acted appropriately throughout this.
0: They just belong together. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and this is... I had to look that up. I just make double sure. sure. Uh, this is the uh, episode of... Why are you the way that you are? Wait, yes, yes. yes. Uh, I yeah,
3: send that, that to Ben. I think at least once a week. Yeah. You do, you <laughs> do, Brosof. You really
1: do.
0: I try to make. Any that I
1: send him something with like a Bohemian Rhapsody type <laughs> thing, he's. Why are you the way that you but are?
0: I think Toby goes on even. I don't. I think it gets talked about more. It's even funnier. Like he's like because. The warehouse <laughs> is dangerous for yeah. children. Yeah, he's talking about um, because
1: the proceeds are supposed to go to the Boy Scouts right. of America, yeah. and, and he had invited them there. And Toby's like, "Do you really think it's great? On there'll be a, alcohol served. I mean, it's being catered by Hooters. Uh, <laughs> do I? Do
0: you need? Do you need more? Do I? Yeah.
1: And that's not talked about. As the myself. way that you
3: are. So, as serious as this episode can be, there's still there's still some oh, really yeah. really good uh, moments. I love the. I love just that little clip of Pam staying on the line whenever Michael answers the phone. <laughs> get, he gets, She gives him two shots. Yeah. The <laughs> second shot is always better. Jan Levinson, I presume. <laughs>
1: Still me, Michael. <laughs> hey, Jan. What's up? And, and speaking of Jan, I think at the end of this. We kind of start to see the beginning yes. of the unraveling of Jan.
0: Yes, that's what I was going to say too. Yeah, um, I was kind of rooting for uh, Michael and Jan in the beginning. Yeah, I was. I mean, I thought I was like, oh, I mean, you know, they're kind of like opposites attract, but they can do some stuff with that. But then uh, Jan just uh, now, to be fair, like a lot of characters in the show, she unravels pretty quick. <laughs> um, and that goes up to um to um oh man, my. His next boss after Jan, David uh, Wallace. <laughs> like, right. Financial
1: officer. David Wallace <laughs> David, <laughs>
0: David Wallace, Wallace goes nuts. It's like, it seems like anybody that has to be a direct
1: boss over Michael Scott goes insane. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> With the exception of Joe Bennett. That's true. I mm. do, but I, I'll just insert this. I believe that long term, if, if we're going into the office reality, I think that Joe Bennett would have been the best long term manager for Michael Scott. Uh, just because that she, she... kept him
0: alive. Yeah. 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 It was the dog. So you didn't like the James Spader?
1: <laughs> they love a good Sp- crotch. I'm, I'm, I'm all over the place.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't like the Robert California era? Or? No. I, I just... I, I couldn't do it. Gotcha.
3: I think we can all... Surely we can all agree that Will Ferrell... Was just too much. I am, he was, I am serious, he, and don't call me Shirley. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, <the> D'Angelo <laughs> Vickers. Oh, D'Angelo. I love,
1: I love Will Ferrell in most anything. Yes, that one, not so much.
0: But he does a juggling routine. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Uh, have, have, have
1: you all seen the YouTube video where the guy actually puts? Juggling balls into that routine, and he puts the sounds and everything of in there.
0: Internet's awesome. Oh
1: my god! And the part, the, the the part that I die on—if you've not seen it, go look that up—is when he's bouncing them I'm off Phyllis. of Phyllis, and you—they've—they've they've done <laughs> that edit to it. It's great. It's great. All right, I, no hands as, as, as I die here. Um, all right, so let's go to our number ones um michael we're going to not skip you but oh, we've already talked fun, about yeah. yours you know, the, the goodbye michael my number one episode all time and this wasn't even close by the way you know, there's so many different ones that could be interchangeable on my list that didn't make it but my number one not even close season five episodes 14 and 15 <laughs> stress relief Oh my God Oh my God So, so much in this episode It's a two-parter again But it starts with maybe the greatest <laughs> cold open of all times When Dwight sets fire to the trash can oh. And absolute pandemonium Same Just band. <laughs> You're too heavy I'm only 82 Hot, pounds Oscar's falling out of the ceiling <laughs> <laughs> I'm Creed, gonna throw a copy Creed's freaking out. <laughs> I just um dance so much. Uh, You're uh, black, Stanley. Uh, Barack <laughs> is president. <laughs> and then him stuffing his wallet and his mouth well, is there.
0: it was like <laughs> And then they're in David Wallace's office and nothing happens. Take
1: heated headed heat of uh <laughs> and then Michael gets up and moves around to the other side of the table. <laughs> they're looking
0: at him like they want to
3: murder him. And and this is also the the episode where as as great as that was, you also kind of have a really funny moment, but also kind of you you start to really feel bad for Michael when they they have a a roast of Michael Scott. Oh yes.
1: Yeah. Oh. You have no land.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you really it just you you hey, do. You you, don't you, talk to me, they though. they do a really good job of as as Awful as Michael can be, when it turns around on to Michael, it it makes you feel sorry for it you. It does. It does.
1: I'm oh, okay. Uh, I'm okay. I, I'm okay. <laughs> I can come here to feed the birds. And. <laughs> I guess that they. He's like, I guess that they flew west for the winter. <laughs> Him sitting there with his black turtleneck on, is ah, car- ah, throwing whole, <laughs> whole pieces of bread. Uh, and <laughs> it, I can't really, you can't. I
3: can't really say the the whole thing, but I think my personal, my favorite part of this whole episode was after everything happens and Michael finally comes back to the office. And he does just a real small roast of everyone in the. Jim,
1: you're six foot eleven, <laughs> and that you weigh ninety pounds. Has Gumby okay. has a better body than you. Boom roast, <laughs> <boom>, roasted. <laughs> and can we, can we also recognize that this is the CPR oh, episode? Oh two. my goodness,
3: <laughs> there is so much. I I almost forgot how much
0: is in this episode. Why dude. did you cut the dummy's face off? <laughs> well. What I thought it, in the movie wasn't very realistic. Turns, turns out, out it's realistic. Very, yeah. <laughs>
1: and he was like, No, 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 you want to do it to the beat. Do you do you know staying alive with First I was afraid. I was petrified. And then he starts going into it. And then Andy's up, starts then singing. And then Kelly starts dancing. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh. Such a great episode. Such yeah. Look for his wallet, he doesn't have one I checked. <laughs> He also, (laughs) take his pulse. He doesn't have a pulse. He also has no arms or legs. (laughs) Well, Kevin, would you want to live without arms or legs? I could live without my legs. What about your arms? And then he's just got this look of contemplation on his face.
0: It's it's absolutely, I don't even have it on my list, but it should. It's it's just, it's hard to compile the favorites. It, It really is. Yeah.
1: Meredith, you're, you you slept with some of you guys. You're starting to look like one. Very Angela, nice. where's Angela? I'm right here. Oh, I'm sorry. I couldn't see you over that grain of rice. Boom, roasted. <laughs> is one of them like just so simple as you're dumb, boom, yeah, roasted, yeah, yeah. or something like no, that? It was you Oscar. Oscar. You're gay, okay. boom, Congrats. roasted. And then the look on Oscar's face is just like, all right. <laughs> all right. Well, <laughs> okay. All right. Greg, you're number one.
3: My number one with a halt oh, question. Season four, episode 13. The dinner party. Ouch. So Michael Ouch. invites Jim and Pam, Ouch. and Andy and Angela over for a couples-only dinner party. So cringy. Oh, it's so. And, and
1: since we have a TV here in the studio mounted on the wall that's got a <laughs> flat can, screen uh, TV, a flat
3: screen where you can. Sometimes adjust I can it.
1: just stand here and watch it for
0: hours.
3: <laughs> oh, so many, so many good, so many good moments of it. Snip, Snap! snip, Snap! <laughs> Snip, the body can only takes me for a <laughs> <laughs> Oh.
0: And Jim and Ben's face and they're like, this is where Michael
1: sleeps. <laughs> <laughs> and just the way that Michael baits Jim yeah. into yes. the... And he felt, yes. Michael felt bad about the, doing The fake things. Saturday work day. Oh my yes. gosh. So good. Yeah, you that just
0: kind of put that in my face there, didn't you? <laughs>
1: You said you didn't have any plans. You can you said, really, and this is,
3: you know, so you really start to see how dysfunctional uh, Michael and, and Jane yes. really really are. Yes. As if
1: you didn't already know. That
0: right, babe. The That's
3: right,
1: babe. Babe. <laughs> well, and just, uh, I, I think, you know, someone who deals with a lot of relational issues, uh, you know, d- provides counseling and things like that, there's, there's so many people that, and I can't obviously break out into laughter or this type of reference, but there's so many people, and and of course this is magnified as we've talked about. But this relationship, there's so many people in these kinds of relationships uh, that's absolutely uh, disastrous for both people involved, mm. uh, but yet they're they're comfortable in it, and they 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 don't seem to be able to empower themselves right. to to get out. And we see that back and forth, back and forth, back and forth so much with Michael and Jan. But, yeah, I think you're right. I mean, this gives us that insider's look because we all know it's not good. And, right. and they, they give that with the with the relational dynamic with the man. I think we've all been in real life, too, been around that couple that, <laughs> like, and
0: we had that cringe moment, yeah. you know, maybe not to yes. this extreme but or, or maybe more extreme where there's a couple that starts arguing around. And you're like, yeah, yeah. I don't even know what to do with my hands right now. I yeah. don't know what's going on, yeah. and um, if I could collapse like a dwarf star, I could right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like <laughs> I love that. I,
3: I love that each episode, although it's it's focused on one person or one or two people, each each character has their own little. Just like in this one, like it, Dwight. Dwight gets left out. He gets jealous. But my, one of my favorite moments of this episode is when, you know, they have their – Jan and and Michael have their fights, and they all come out of the house. The cops get called, and Dwight says, oh, uh, I'll handle this. <laughs> right. And the cop actually – cop says – it's okay, or like not now, Dwight. Yeah. Like he already yeah, knows. He already like, knows, Dwight. Just, just little things like, like that, how many crime
0: scenes does Dwight go
1: to? Like <laughs> Dwight, right now, yeah. The
0: nights yes. of the night.
3: Yes.
1: Oh, what's next? You're going to make fun of our leader's weird voice
0: <laughs> and the fact that Dwight
3: went and picked up a homeless woman to say that they were dating, <laughs> so he okay. could come to the
1: couple's party. He wanted <laughs> to come. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Fun time! All right, good. so that's that's our top tens. Um, there there are several uh, different compiled fan top ten episodes, but the one that I ran across that I felt like was probably the most credible, I wanted to look and compare and contrast our top tens as opposed to the fans' overall fandoms' top tens. And there were two episodes that made the top ten of overall fans' episodes that none of us mentioned. And I'd like to just take a brief moment. Reference those. Talk about those really quickly. Uh, but the first one is season four, episode twelve, the deposition. It's a good one. My friend, oh, Diz Ray. This is this is
3: where Jan is suing Dunder yes. Correct. Oh, yes. oh, I need
1: to put the top down. And she gets there and her hair oh, is just like. Yes. Right. The
3: the the moment when they are reading back. Oh, what, just gosh. the conversations they had and Michael Scott's, like, that's what she said. <laughs> I, I, one of the, uh, definitely my favorite moment of
0: It's one of the best office moments, honestly, is when Toby's, like, having a heart-to-heart with Michael, trying to make him In feel the better. lunchroom
1: after they've all got these diaries. And Michael just, it's <laughs> might good be on a visual or on an audio-only
0: <laughs> podcast, but... He just pushes his lunch tray.
1: Because for a minute, you really think that Michael is taking this, yes. you know, that he's so crushed by what's just happened that he is actually entertaining a conversation with Toby that has meaning. And then he just very slowly just pushes his tray <laughs> off the lunch table. Another dysfunction, too, is when they're like, uh, I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs>
0: right. where, where they're like, uh, this makes up for that picture, you know, June should oh, ring It's like, good. all right, yeah, you know, this is it's kind of abusive mm-hmm. but okay.
1: Yeah. So and, and again you I think this gives us another insight as to how much Michael loves his job yeah. and loves the company it because is. again he's taken so much from Jan and he cannot draw that line. He just cannot draw that. And even after this they're get, they're driving back and he's like what do you want to do for dinner? Yeah, I mean so he just he can't draw that line but when it comes to his employer and his job he draws that line to where he, in the end, takes the company side.
4: Yep.
1: All right, in the next episode that didn't make our list, Season 6, Episode 12, <gasps> The Absolute Worst, Scott's Scott. Tots.
0: People picked that as a favorite? Yes. I
3: I did. I will say I did have right. this as, as number 11 on my list. Oh, my God. Just... <sighs> It is walk. so cringeworthy but it's so good it's I, have, so I good. have I
1: have watched the entirety of this episode one and a half times mm-hmm. I watch I watched the B storyline but I watched it first not knowing what I was going into
4: right
1: and just absolutely made my my skin crawl the second time I thought well maybe it was just that that first reaction I got about halfway through it and couldn't do it not been able to do it since
0: yeah it's it's like yes.
1: It, I'm not saying the quality of the
0: writing or the acting. It's still good, the quality of it, but it's just, it makes me so uncomfortable that uncomfortable outweighs the enjoyment yes. I get from the episode of uh, thinking about those poor children. <laughs> just in case
3: you, surely you know the episode that we're talking about, sure. but Michael, he 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 tells a group of third graders at the time, I believe, that if they... Go on and graduate high school, yeah. he will pay for their college tuition
0: because he thought his stand up career would take off. And then, <laughs>
3: and then it comes out that he cannot pay for it. I knew exactly oh. what I was
1: talking about, but in a more very real way, <laughs> I had no clue. I just can't. Oh, it's so, yeah, it's so hard, hard it's, to it's watch. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Mr. Scott, what you gonna do? <laughs> No, 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 don't don't. All right. All right. Anyhow. So that was the two, the deposition and Scott's Tots. It
0: surprises me that Scott's touch was like as a favorite. Oh, yeah. it's-
1: yep. It was it was there. All right. Conference room meeting. Five minutes. No. <laughs> five seconds. <laughs> yes. All right. So let's talk a little bit, uh, if we have to, if if there's things that we need to get off our chest because we had some differences. Um Between our top 10, so let's discuss a little bit in our conference room meeting the differences and defend the difference uh, that we had in our top 10. Uh, So episodes that some of us had that others didn't, uh, AARM, Sexual Harassment, Christmas Party, Booze Cruise, Niagara Beach Games, The Convict, Diversity Day, Business School, uh, The Return, Stress Relief, Dinner Party... (laughs) Do we have any issues with any of these being on here that um, we need to attack?
0: The only issue I have is that
1: have you're wrong about business school. <laughs> um, okay, well let's talk about that.
0: Um, How does course. that make you feel?
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, of course, course I'm, you know I'm, I'm kidding. You, know, everybody's we're, opinion. We're, we're going to have a uh, Toby and Michael moment here where they're in the the break room when the counseling's mandated. <laughs> That's it's working. It's a really good moment.
0: You son of <laughs> <laughs>
3: I, I think that all of these are eventually I don't know how I don't know how many total there are. I know that we have some differences, but I think all of mine would have had these, except which I've already said this a couple times. I I love the comedy of the office when it gets down to the, the serious moments, like Mike, Michael leaving was a, a, a fairly good episode, but even just like the finale, I just, I can't I can't do it because <laughs> I, I I just love the show so much. Yes, it was a good episode, but...
0: I think the only thing I probably, not to say that I don't like the episode, I love the episode, I, but I probably would never put it in my fluctuating top ten is probably Dinner Party. Mm. Um I do enjoy it. Ooh,
1: calling out your number yeah. one? My number one. Wow. I do enjoy it.
0: Shots fired. What you don't see uh, listeners is he's physically beating you <laughs> without mercy. <laughs> um No, I'm not it's like I I don't mean to say that and I'm trying not to sound so critical. It's just I guess we all know at some point that Jane and Michael was going to implode and um then it happens. Um Still funny. Still a funny episode. I guess, I guess. I mean, what I'm trying to say is comparison to other moments in the series. It wouldn't have registered with me.
1: So really what we've arrived at is that Greg and I can both agree that you're wrong. Yes. Number one on your pick of business school and then number two, your disagreement with his number one of dinner party. Yes. So welcome to the show, Michael Gulliheu. Yes. And And goodbye. All right. So now we're going to, we, we can't, since this is the inaugural first episode, this is our pilot right now. We actually can't do this on this episode, but one, ep, one segment that we're going to have in the follow-up episodes is Dwight's false facts.
2: Are you trying to hurt my feelings? Because if so, you are succeeding. Fortunately, my feelings regenerate at twice the speed of a normal lance.
1: So, listeners, any mistakes that we've made through this, let us know, and we will go back in future episodes, and we will make sure to right the wrongs uh, and, and the, the error in our ways.
0: And that also, if you want to be credited with that, just let us know how you want to be
1: addressed. Like if you don't want to give your real name, yeah, or if you just,
0: went, just yeah. Or give us a nickname or your real name or whatever. Yeah, because
1: we'll, we will throw you under the bus very quickly. Just, no problem. Man. All right. So, Dwight's false facts. Let us know what we did wrong, and we'll address those in upcoming episodes. Now, let's move on. To some office trivia, da, 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 da. so I have prepared five questions that I wrote down on my handy dandy little notebook that I did not include in our Google document.
0: I was I was going to tell the listeners in our show notes here for the, for our episode. Ben has not letting you guys in on this. Lol. <laughs> so this is a surprise yep. to me and Greg.
1: Yep, they have no idea what's coming. Answers are going to be worth ten points apiece. Uh, Whichever one can ring in, we're going to do this Jeopardy style. Double Jeopardy. Oh, I'm sorry. What is? (laughs) She is fine. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So the first trivia question is in the episode where Jim and Michael, where Michael takes Jim to Hooters, what is Michael's actual order?
3: I just watched this episode a a couple of days ago.
0: Mm. It's not chicken. Uh, It's like a grilled cheese or something. I can't remember. You're close. Uh,
1: I I don't know. You want to take one more stab at it, Mike? Ham and cheese. Nope. It is a gourmet hot dog. Uh, Gourmet hot dog. Gourmet hot dog. dog. All right, next one. Man,
0: I should have gotten that.
1: In the episode of Prince Family Paper, what is Michael and Dwight's secret symbol? Oh,
0: my God, dude. I can also say I have no idea. It's one of those tips of my tongue kind of things, but secrets. You
1: have no clue how close you are with just that statement. Is it sticking your tongue out? It's when they lick their lips. Oh,
0: mm. true. <laughs> And then they both have this. Then you're going, killing da, us. Da, da. I promise we're <laughs> office experts.
1: Yeah. All right. So this is going to be an office character, an obscure okay. office character okay. that you need to tell me who they are. I'm going to give you their first name only, and you have to tell me which character. Who is Henrietta? Henrietta.
0: Is that a. Dwight's. um... No, it's not.
1: How many episodes would they have been in? One. It's a standalone singular appearance.
0: Is it the woman that comes with Dwight on the uh, dinner party? No. No. That's wrong. That's my guess.
1: Greg? Mm. Um, no. Uh, I don't know. Henrietta is Dwight's porcupine. Whenever they oh, come he's trying to find you. I did. Jail. I would have never gotten that. That's right. I believe that's customer survey. I would so have. No. They put a stop to the pranking.
0: I would have never gotten like that. What's his name? That. Henrietta? Oh. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Man, dude, you're making wow. us.
1: Okay. Kills. So, question number four. All right. Who tells Michael, quote, nobody likes that stuff but you, end quote, and what are they talking about? Hmm.
3: Nobody likes that stuff. Nobody likes,
1: nobody that, likes stuff. that stuff but you, and what are they talking about?
0: It's not his nice baloney ketchup and onion sandwich. No. On somebody had a foot of that thing. Hang
1: on. Somebody's trying to Google stuff over no. here is what it's looking like.
3: No. <sighs> mm.
0: I don't either, dude. I don't know why I'm drawn. I'm kind of ashamed of myself.
3: I feel like I can I feel like I can see it.
0: Mm. I don't know if it's food related. I feel like it's food related. Can you tell us
1: what episode it is? I I don't have that information. I did not write that down.
0: I feel
3: like that is is it a main character? Mm-hmm. So I just, I just feel like that sounds like... It, it sounds like either Oscar... Or Angela. Or... as well as thinking.
1: Stanley. I don't know. Okay. Do, do you have a guess as to which character? Angela. Please? My guess. Okay. I can't decide. Stanley. Okay. Greg is correct. That is a Stanley quote. Now half, half point. Half point. What is he talking about? <laughs> no idea. He's telling Michael nobody likes that stuff but you. Stanley says that to him in response to Michael having to have this.
3: Uh, I don't, nobody likes that stuff but
1: you. We are a crack team. Of we trivia. are a terrible trivia. Okay, I want to cut this one short All and right. give you the answer: white chocolate bark. I nobody didn't. likes that stuff but you if they nobody liked it they wouldn't make it. Oh yeah, I barely remember that actually. Yeah. It's one of those things.
0: Well your other ones like it clicks as you say it. We're gonna, like, we're gonna need man. a
3: uh, we're
1: gonna need like a level down of this trivia. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So now hopefully you all will get this one. He's uh, like, Who owns a beat farm? Um, <laughs> uh, so uh, here's the last uh, trivia question. It's in reference to the episode when Michael accidentally cross dresses.
0: <laughs> it's an Italian coat
1: What brand of women's suit Does Michael Accidentally wear I mean, You're close Something miss Or some, miss
0: something some, A professional miss Or miss uh, It is something, something miss Something like that It is something miss uh, It's obvious It's a woman's suit Is in the title Yes of Company Little Miss shows the backside. Yeah, American no, like Miss Business or yeah something. So I don't know that either. It's Miss something
1: mysterious. Missed mysterious. Mysterious. All right, so so we win, right? Greg wins with a half a point. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to start putting a timer on these questions so next up.
3: I will create the trivia questions next for you
1: guys. <laughs> so, listeners, uh, if you have any trivia questions that you would like to submit to us, uh, look us up on any of our social media pages, Scran10. Um, that is S C R A N 10 Scran10. Uh, and some informational side notes here for you uh, the picture that's our logo actually was taken uh, in Scranton, and that building that you see on the right next to the railroad tracks is the Steamtown Mall. And then what I would like to leave you with is this thought. On behalf of Michael, on behalf of Greg, we thank you for listening to this introductory podcast of Scranton. But since the logo is the Scranton Railway, runaway train never coming back. (laughs) Reference to the episode of Money. We are not getting in on this. (laughs) That's all you've been. (laughs) As Michael decides, he's running away. (laughs) Listeners, Uh, thank you again for joining us. We hope to uh, see you or you hear us sooner rather than later. Take care.
2: Sitting in my office with a plate of grilled bacon. Call my man Black just to see what was shaking. Yo, Mike, our town is dope and pretty. So check out how we live. In the electric city. They call it Scranton. What? The electric city. Scranton. What? The electric city. Lazy Scranton, the electric city. They call it that because of the electricity. The city's laid out from east to west, and our public parks and libraries are truly the best. Call poison control if you're bit by a spider. But check that it's covered by your health care provider. provider. Plenty of space in the parking lot. But the little cars go in the compact spot. Spot. Spot spot, spot! 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 Snack attack time! Don't lose your head! We like Kojinas for the tasty bread. They call it bread. What? The electric city. 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 Bread. What? The